Welcome to the Producer Podcast. This is the show where we interview successful producers from around the world, and we ask them how they make their music, what they're doing in the studio, software, hardware, how they're marketing themselves, and basically try to give you guys as many tips as we can on how to become better producers, better marketers, and get your music out there and heard. We like to mix it up on the show, and this week we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We're going to be talking about artist management this episode. In my search to get great producers on this show, I often have to talk to their manager or their booking agency, and that's how I met our guest for this show, Scott McCusker from Cybergroove Productions and Artist Management. Based out of New York, he's been in the production, artist management, and promotion business since the year 2000. So he has tons of experience, and we're going to try to impart some of that to you guys today. So I'm really happy he volunteered to come on the show, and I'm honored to have him on. Scott, thanks so much for doing this. No problem, man. It's my pleasure. So uh, tell us a little bit about your business, uh, just to start, and maybe some background on you. All right. Uh, yeah, we started back in uh, 2000. Uh, we originated as a promo group in New York City, uh, just passing out flyers and whatnot. And uh, then we started like, hanging out with the more popular DJs and whatnot. And then uh, it kind of just blossomed into... Um, me handling bookings and doing events and then I stopped the events and went back just to do the DJs. So, um, and then a little bit about me, uh, our headquarters are in Connecticut, uh, you know, up in the Northeast in the U S and, um, yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> we'll learn throughout the whole thing. That's, that's very cool. It's very cool. And you've obviously taken, it sounds like you're, business from handing out promo and flyers to, well, right. let me just give you an example of where you're at now. Before we started the Skype call, you're like, you know, I'm hoping I don't get a call tonight. You know, one of my DJs is playing at EDC Vegas. So right. that definitely is a, a move up from, from where you started. And it sounds like you're achieving pretty good success. Right, exactly. And I've been very in and out on it. So if you do the math from 2000 to 2014, it's like, oh, wow, it takes 14 years to get on EDC Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I mean, people do it under a year. So, um, yeah, I've been in and out, uh, you know, you know, I did the whole, you know, uh, kind of day job thing, school thing, all that. So, you know, definitely, yeah. definitely. Now, I'm really glad that you came on the show. It was your idea, actually. I was contacting one of your artists, and you're like, you know, um, why don't I come on and talk about you know this whole business? Because I think that a lot of people don't know about this. Right. So what, what would you like to start with for giving you know, young producers out there some information about this business? Well, I would say the, you know, I guess I could offer... Um, when people email me that want me to, you know, well, yeah. Yeah, they want me to add them onto my agency. So the one thing I do, it's like, all right, well, you know, send me your press kit, send me this, send me that. And I get very shocked when they're like, oh, I don't have one. Um, or it's like, okay, well, you know, send me your SoundCloud. And then I do listen to the music and it kind of sounds like every B-Port top 10 out there. <laughs> um, you know, so... There's there's a lot of examples I could give on um, things. So how I pick people is, you know, on the producing sense. So, you know, I don't produce, I don't DJ, but I've been around in it enough to know what people want to hear, what clubs want to hear um, and all that kind of stuff. So 
if I don't hear something original that actually kind of moves me emotionally, I typically don't handle it. I see. Um, you know, and that's a personal preference. I mean, some people, it's like, oh, this is a big festival noise. I can, I can charge $10,000 for this artist and make all this money. Um, we're not really in for it for that purpose. We're pushing really good music, um, you know, for the purpose to help the artists and, you know, and then it goes really into the management side and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, so we are really in for kind of longevity in it. Well, yeah, that's, it's, that makes a lot of sense, especially from your end. And, you know, you have a lot of artists on there and if, if they're all high quality artists, of course your business is going to do good. So right. I, I totally understand that. Um, now a producer, like when would a producer approach you? Uh, you have a guy out there, he made a couple tracks. He thinks they're great. Um, he's probably thinking, what do I do with my music? Do I put it on SoundCloud for free? Do I contact a booking agency? Do I get a manager? What kind of questions should people be asking themselves at that, at that point? All right. So they're a producer. They're just getting out there. <clears throat> yeah. They should definitely put their stuff out for free. Um, initially, uh, they could try to see if there's a local crew that pushes some of their music out pretty well. Yeah. I always say build up locally first, um, because then you can expand out, uh, because you show that you can actually create something on your own. Um, and I mean, you know, the bigger agencies are not going to touch anyone unless, you know, they see a touring schedule, um, you know, around the country. So, you know, that's pretty much what it is. It's like, okay, well, how do I get there? Right. So, um, it's, it's probably smart for people to find someone to help them. Um, because I mean, artists are great at what they're great at, but then there's a guy who might be better at marketing or might be better at social media and having a team behind you is probably the best bet. Um, and as for producers, you know, I can, I don't want to name drop, but, um, you know, I assisted with, uh, candy first stuff. Um, a lot of their first, first things were a lot of remixes. Um, so they started doing a lot of remixes, a lot of kind of mashup stuff, and they just exploded from that. Um, you know, but they came in right when trap just like, you know, you know, it was doing really well. Right. Um, right. So, yeah, I was on like, you know, I kind of assisted the manager just to get them in certain areas that they currently weren't. And then, you know, they got on AM only and you know, the rest is history. <laughs> That's really awesome. <laughs> well, can you tell us? Like just, I guess as a basis, we should have started off with this. All right. What what does your company do exactly? All right, we primarily we take an artist and we find shows for them around North America. Um, that's pretty much our whole our whole business, pretty much. So, but. In this day and age, a lot of my guys don't have management. So on the back end, I might push tons of emails to labels and other artists to try to get some collaborations going. 
Um, because collaborations is like, you know, well, kind of yesterday's remix, right? So if, um, I'm trying to look through to see who recently, whatever, but you know, that might take forever. So, um, you know, say, you know, um, you know, uh, kind of a B artist who collaborates with an A artist, then the chances of the B artist becoming an A or if not higher is very, very, very profitable. So, you know, it just, it just kind of is that whole, you know, thing like, um, you know, how, uh, but Tiesto does it nowadays. I mean, he right. remixes and collabs and all this stuff with all these people and their careers are just launched. Yeah. He pulls them up. Right. So, I mean, you know, that's kind of like what a lot of people and I'm telling all my guys, like, listen, if you, you know, if there's someone who influences you right now, why not reach them? Or, sure. you know, I'll help you reach them. Let's, you know, let's do it. I see. So, yeah. So your company offers management as well as booking. I, in my mind, I always thought they were separate. They are. And, um, in, in California, you have to be separate. It's, it's, it's a law. <laughs> you can't be someone's manager and agency. So, because this was like a conflict of interest or whatever. I see. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we do primarily just bookings. Um, primarily bookings and you do a little bit of management to help the guys yeah, we out. do a little bit of management just so we can get the artist to the next level to get more bookings gotcha so yeah that makes sense right cool so basically a person who has some good tunes out there who wants to start touring would be would contact you now would they uh, have to would they have to do any uh would they have to show you guys that they were, they're already touring on a local level or. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah, this thing, it's like, you know, if, if you at least have a regional following so we can then take that and try to push it, like say if, you know, you're playing um, like in Boston and New York and uh, Providence, Rhode Island and, you know, all these places, I can probably get you down in Pittsburgh and DC and you know, that a little, you know, a little easier if you actually have that, um, you know, but if you're just, you know, you know, it's a big city, but if, if you're just playing in New York city, um, you know, sometimes it's hard to get out of it, you know, hmm. but that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> so. I see. I see. So that's when they would contact you when they're already, they already got some gigs they're doing local and then you guys can expand on that right so somebody yeah. shouldn't be contacting you if they have never played a gig yet um yeah well yes and no i mean i've yeah i have some people that i hear that are just oh my god this is amazing i can't believe no one's heard this guy gotcha and then we'll take them under our management wing and try to introduce them or have them work with our other artists or whatever, and then just try to make that happen for them. I see. So, you know, there's, you know, the catch 22 on it. So, um, it, it really depends. Now that's good though. I'm glad you said that because this right. means everybody's eligible. Right. That's cool. You know, and that's, and that's promising for some guys out there that know their tracks are killer They've never played a gig. Maybe they're kind of nervous about like getting out there themselves. And right. if their and tracks hey, are good enough, you could help them out. 
And hey, there's always a business where you never have to play a live show in your life. You know, there's like movie studios, there's this, there's that. There's a whole different business that you can get into as a producer. Ghostwriting? Hey, one. <laughs> I, I didn't know if you're going to go there or not. <laughs> no, I wasn't going there, but <laughs> <laughs> people do it. You go on freelancer.com, they're listing them all day long. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is very cool, and th- and this is great information. Um, what else can we tell you know young producers out there that we didn't cover yet? Yeah, I mean, no longer is it where you're an artist and you can just find a manager, you find an agency, or you become friends with a talent buyer. Um, you're pretty much a talent buyer. Yeah, a talent buyer, the guy at clubs, actually booking the shows. Gotcha. So. Yeah, so, you know, also known as promoter. Gotcha. I guess. But, you know, at, yeah, at the club level, they'll have the title of talent buyer. Right. So, okay. got it. So, um, yeah. And also, if you're hitting up clubs and you can't find the word promoter in their thing, if you look talent buyer, they'll have all their contact information so you can harass them. I see. Um, so, <laughs> um, so, you were saying gone are the days of what? Right. Well, yeah, you're just not only the artist anymore. Right. So, you're pretty much the marketer and you're your customer service and you're your PR and you're your in the beginning, you're, you know, your promoter, manager, everything. So it's a lot of work, um, especially nowadays because, you know, the whole EDM thing and the whole, um, whatever it's, it's, it's become very, very commercial. Um, you know, I mean, in the beginning, you know, you know, we mentioned EDC Vegas, it's, um, you know, happening tonight. I don't know when this is going to air, but, uh, yeah, there's got 320,000 people over the weekend. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think EDM is pretty popular. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's just in one city that's in Vegas. So it's, you know, it's really nutty. Um, yeah, this so is, this, this is good for, uh, producers out there that want to make this their business though. Right. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, it's, yeah, it's like going into a crowded room and kind of saying, I'm great. You know, yeah. The only person who's really going to be heard is the person who either goes the loudest or is, you know, just that talented that they're going to be heard so or should, has that friend that can kind of bump them up. Right. So, so what should they do in this case? Um, they should really try to build their local area. Um, if you're say in Knoxville, Tennessee, um, I know personally for drum and bass, there's a small scene there. Um, you know, you really have to kind of really hit up the people in Atlanta you need to kind of make yourself regional at that point. I you know, you. if you're not in a city like, yeah, actually Winnipeg, Canada, love it. But um, if you want to play in Toronto or if you want to play in uh, Vancouver, Calgary, that whole area, uh, you know, the flights are expensive. So, I mean, to jump from one place to the other, you're pretty much playing for free. Um, yeah, actually based on, you know, the budget of some people. Um so, or you're paying to play and that's, you know, that's a big no, no of my uh, whole thing. But at the same time, sometimes it's actually necessary. 
I see. That makes sense. Right. Now, what, what should guys look out for when they want to sign up with an agency, booking agency or management? What are some things they should be aware of? Um, maybe with some red flags that could help them out? Um, ask around about the people. Okay. And um, you really need to trust this person and have other people tell you that they're involved in everything. Um, you know, like I put testimonials on the bottom of my site. It's not necessary, but I do it just to, um, you know, have other people who haven't heard of me or have heard of me um, or, you know, you know, as you get a little more popular, people just talk weird kind of smack about you and, so at least I have that and and I I haven't got a bad review yet. And you know, I put a promise out there saying if I do get one, I'm gonna post it. <laughs> um and you know, with the obvious reason of why, you know, you know, response, right? But um yeah, I mean you really have to trust a person that is gonna come in and they have to be incredibly honest. Um, because I mean there's a lot of people who send me tunes and all their friends love it and this and that, but it's it's just not that great. Right. Um and when I tell them that okay, hey, you know, maybe you should do this with it, this and that, and it's like, oh well you don't produce, so how do you know? And it's like, well, okay, <laughs> yeah, touche. <laughs> but, but at the same time it's like I, I yeah, I kinda know what can get you booked in LA and I know what can get you booked in Chicago and you know, this and that. So you, you might just want to give me a little credit. Um, so (laughs) when they're asking for your help, right. You you know, it's, yeah, it's very strange. I mean, it's a whole American idol dynamic, you know, you know, like we eat up the, you know, the first week of it because, you know, everyone's just horrible and this and that. But I mean, these people really think they're great. Yep. Um, so I mean, there's, you know, yeah, but what that really means is that they either have a family member or a whole bunch of friends that are lying to them. That's right. That's so, right. I mean, you really need to kind of take a step back and say, okay, is this really that good? Right. Right. Well, we, we've all seen American Idol and we know some people don't have that ability to, right. like, to monitor themselves like that. Right, right. Let me ask you something. How many uh, submissions do you get a day? for to check out i mean it doesn't have to be exact number but um roundabout and and how many or or tell me what the ratio is of great songs to crappy songs that you get is it just like a diamond in the rough or what well see the thing is i get a lot of hit up from um people who happen to be promoters as well okay um or people who are uh, the thing and you know a lot of international people because they see it's like, oh my God, he got a, a prolix on EDC Vegas. You know, he must be amazing. Um, so I, you know, I get a lot of like, okay, well, you know, well, please help me too. But, you know, and they're actually, you know, there are people who could come over here and do a whole bunch of cities and this and that. But, you know, then, you know, comes a visa paperwork and it's, it's gotcha. you know, that's a whole other process. We can talk about that later. Okay. But, um, so you're not getting like a ton of raw submissions. I'm just curious to know, like the ratio of good, you know, like a sample of our population, how many of songs that are submitted are good compared to bad? Yeah. I mean, they're all good, right? Yeah. So, but like amazing tracks are usually not 
And and oddly enough, amazing tracks. A lot of those people who produce that stuff, they don't know it's that amazing. <laughs> like, um, you know, there's one guy, and I don't mean to single anyone out on my you know, roster, but you know, there's one guy who, um, yeah, actually produces. He's like electro uh, slash. Yeah, you know, he's gonna hate me saying you know that it's dubstep, but. Yeah, it has a lot of elements of dubstep and this and that. You know, it's meta. Um, yeah, he's Seattle-based. He just makes crazy, amazing type like Feed Me stuff, and he actually works with Feed Me. So, but you know, the thing with him, you know, like you're like, oh man, you're, you know, it's it's amazing, amazing stuff. And he's like, yeah, it's okay, <laughs> you know. And it's like, oh man, and then. Yeah, like uh, people like Prolix. Um, you know, he's yeah, he's amazing, and you know he, he, you know, but he, um, yeah, he plays all over the world. So I mean, it's confirmed, right? right. So right. yeah, there's a lot of you know of that dynamic where it's like okay, yeah. Well, I mean, single-handedly, there's a lot of like amazing, amazing artists that you know their confidence level isn't peaked. You know, which is great because then ex someone like myself or a manager in us and that can form it, turn it marketable and push it. Gotcha. So because that's not their job, right? Right. So, but, you know, now it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know. It's yeah, there's a lot of circles and it's very, very dependent on your circumstances. I see. I was just curious about that. Right. You have quite a few women on your roster, too, which is very cool to see, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, Hey, you know, they are also very, you know, kind of great producers. Um, yeah, actually one of them is an MC it's MC Tolly. She's international. She's been on a mess of tracks. Um, you know, actually Iris is another one. She's also Seattle. Uh, Peluse is our Italy group. Um, you know, so that has a female member in it. Uh, Kilma is up in Winnipeg, actually Miss Ill over in France. That's awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, then, oh yeah, I have to mention Miss Eliza. You know, she's a violinist, um, you know, the group, uh, you know, Tosemic and Miss Eliza. So. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we uh, take care of the ladies too. That's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Well, and your company specializes in drum and bass, dubstep, electro, and other breakbeat, you say? Right. I got yeah, you. primarily drum and bass. I mean, we've always had, uh, yeah, actually, you know, a very big pride in drum and bass. Um, you know, just on how it was created and how it, you know, how it just actually dynamic of a music it is. Um you know, you know, when dubstep came along and electro, I mean, you just, you know, I personally like it. Right. So I'm, you know, I'm going to handle it. So, I mean, you know, that's another thing with a lot of agencies and management companies and stuff like that. You know, you also have to know that, you know, they're going to, you know, they might not like your music just because it's their personal preference. Right. Um, is that right or wrong? I mean, I don't know, form a company. <laughs> Then you can take the artist too. So yeah, I, I think that's good. I mean, you, you want to have something that keeps your interest. 
Right. Yeah, because if I'm not passionate about your music, you can't force me to like it. Therefore, the chances are I'm going to really push out your name um, is probably not going to whatever. Unless you're like, yeah, I don't know if you're going to make me millions of dollars and I know it, you know, who, who wouldn't? Right. Right. But, you know, that would just be automatic and it would be something that I would take that money and, you know, actually do a whole bunch of drum and bass events. Right. So (laughs) I see. I see. Well, it's been great having you on. Do you have any other tips Did we miss anything? Tips for producers out there trying to get, you know, their name out and trying to get signed or. No, I mean, the one thing that I would almost be open to um, is having them hit me up with any questions, um, you know, you know, on my Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Um, where could they reach you? Uh, everything is actually on my site. That might be easier. Uh, you know, if you go to cybergrooveam.com, um, on the top right of that screen, you'll see all the links to the, you know, the Facebook so you could add me and follow me and all that stuff. And you just hit me up with any questions that you have or semi tracks, you know, I'll listen to them. If you, you can handle the constructive criticism, <laughs> um, then great. Hey, you know, you might be amazing and I could branch you off to, uh, like an agency, you know, elsewhere in the world. Um, you know, that might be able to help you, you know, if I can't, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I think the, the, the best thing is to really start thinking this of a business. So, you know, I mean, you know, we're on a podcast here, you know, I listen to a lot of business podcasts, um, and, and things like that. So it's, it has taught me a lot on how to market, how to do this, how to do that, how to sell, um, all that stuff. And all of that's important. You know, you're as a producer, you're a marketer, you know, your product is your music, right? So you have to sell it. Um, and that's what you're doing. So you have to be persistent. Um, you have to know that the people you're approaching are, you know, going to like it. Um, you know, actually based on, you know, whatever, I'm not going to take a hardcore DJ and, you know, like if you approach me and you spin hardcore, you produce hardcore, I'm probably not going to take it gotcha. um, because it you know, it doesn't say on hardcore beats. So, um, <laughs> so you might want to go <laughs> to like some agency in Germany or something that specializes in it. Right. So, um, so yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of, you know, just, you know, work smarter, right? Totally. So, and I recommend doing what you do as a musician, listening to those business podcasts. I do too. Right. Um, you mentioned Pat Flynn. Right. You mentioned, uh, we talked about John Dumas, Entrepreneur on Fire earlier. Right. Um, these are great things. And you have to realize, you guys who are out there, you are like a one man organization. And an organization has a promotion department, they have a treasury, they have, you know, delivery, they have to make their music. It's all those hats you got to wear. So, uh, Mm-hmm. Those those podcasts definitely help. Oh yeah, the, yeah, they're amazing. And you know, the people who come on them, they have books out and this and that, talking about these very topics. Um, God, I'll send you a link. I forgot it offhand, but you know, I'll send you a link so you can share it. But um, there's this music book. It's um, uh, yeah, Six Figure Musician by Dave something. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure if you Google it, just with that, you'll see it. 
Um, but that teaches you pretty much how to be a self-sufficient kind of musician hmm. you know, by finding like your first thousand fans. Because I mean, if you think about it, if you build a huge fan, well, you know, just a small fan base, they're going to promote for you. Um, you know, it's almost like you know, back in the day when people called radio stations because they want to hear the song. So now your fans could pick up the phone and call the clubs for you and say, hey, I would buy this ticket. So book this artist. Wow. So if you hear that enough times, it's like, well, shit, I'm going to buy that. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to book them. I'm going to book that guy. So, I mean, it's really guerrilla promotions at this point on the local level. Um, and social media is strong, man. But, um, yeah, I mean, they could also take it away. I mean, actually, SoundCloud is great, but, you know, just today, an artist of mine, um, he had half of the songs be removed because they were already released on other labels, but it's his own tracks. Yeah. So, that's, I mean, that's a tough one. That's tough yeah, there's one. a lot of that kind of stuff. And also, YouTube is like ripping videos down on guys and it's their thing but they're claiming copyright so you know it's just knowing the laws and knowing how to get around that stuff and yeah just actually really flowing at this smart i see i see well and you're starting your own podcast too do you want to talk about that uh yeah i mean it's 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 in its infancy um, I'm going to be doing it with my assistant, Matt, um, you know, also my social guy, Ron, um, it's called CG radio and yeah, we're going to be pretty much talking about, uh, yeah, well, we're going to bring on artists. We're going to bring on, uh, promoters and talent buyers and, um, you know, other managers, maybe other agencies and stuff and just really talk industry stuff. So, you know, where you'll teach them how to produce and get, you know, points and everything like that, then they can come over to us and actually learn, you know, yeah, actually what to do with that stuff. Yeah, um, it'll be like the show we just did times 100. Right. And, you know, actually taking um like putting on people around the country, um, you know, maybe, you know, the world, why not? And, um, you know, just really talking shop. You know, just a very nice, casual, cool conversation with, you know, you know, with uh, like promoters I work with and, you know, say, OK, you know, you know, what kind of sound are you looking for? What do you book? You know, so then it's like, oh, OK, well, you know, then I should work on that. Oh, man, this, that's such good information. Right. So I can't yeah, so wait. When, when are you going to release that? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll get to it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it'll be called CG Radio. Yeah, CG Radio. I even have, um, yeah, if you go to cybergrooveradio.com, I have the domain there. It's just, um, it's a work in progress. I mean, you know, you have to actually get, you know, everything sounding cool and all the interviews in, in the bag. And these people are very busy. So, um, yeah, but I would say within the next couple of months, it should be up. Awesome. See looking forward to that. Thank you. Well, Scott, man, it's been a blast having you on. Thanks for dishing out this amazing info. Right, no problem. I'll come back anytime. Absolutely, man. You are invited. <laughs> right and uh, everybody who's listening out there, I hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you got a lot out of it. And that's going to wrap up today's episode of the Producer Podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe if you like the show. Also, check us out on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash theproducerpodcast or hit us up on the main site at theproducer.club. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later.